Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing pageant footwear. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Deciding what shoes to wear for a pageant is one of the trickiest processes ever. Um, And I'm going to try and keep this brief because it's actually the third time I've recorded this episode and I kept going off on a lot of tangents. Welcome back to me recording. Um, I've had a couple of weeks off over Christmas and of course now I've come back to it. All I want to do is chat to you guys. So uh, let's focus on the most important thing when you're trying to decide what pageant shoes you are going to wear. Are they comfortable and can you walk in them? I see so many people get up on stage and do these ridiculous walks that look like a pony doing some sort of weird dressage or a goat or something like that because they can't actually walk properly in their shoes. An ability to stay upright in your shoes is not an ability to walk properly in them. Um, No, 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 no. You want to be graceful and elegant and be able to transfer your weight and some of the shoes I see in are just going to leave you with deformities that you don't need and um, your feet are very important and um, it is very hard to correct damages done to your feet from wearing big heels too much when you are younger it will damage your back it can even like manipulate your spine into being a different shape and throw hips out of disproportion and stuff so being able to walk in your shoes isn't just about like the being on stage bit it's about the rest of your life and not like completely ruining your body for the sake of some ridiculous shoes um Speaking of ridiculous shoes, let's start with tippy tops. And um, not in themselves ridiculous, but the stories around tippy tops and how like you can't win this pageant or that pageant unless you wear tippy tops. That's the ridiculous bit. I'm sure there are some people that can walk beautifully in tippy tops. The thing is, the majority can't. Um, the majority can't walk in similar shoes like that. Um, if you are unaware of what a tippy top is, it has a big platform and a very high heel. It's normally a nude colour um, and they have lots of crisscrossy straps. Um, they are uh, also referred to as Chinese laundry shoes. Um, and they just became like the rage everywhere. Everyone thought you had to walk the walk in tippy tops and um, and you don't so let's just put that out there you don't have to wear tippy tops and um, new shoes are my personal preference um something with um lots of crisscrossy straps over so that your foot is held in place so held at the ankle and held in a few places across the toe and um, and also i find the narrow if it's lots of narrower straps it looks more elegant and um, than if it's just one block strap um but again this is my personal preference. Um, I also think those massive platforms can just look a little bit ridiculous because in the end, I don't think any pageant has ever had a minimum height requirement that's with shoes. Um, everyone just gets bigger and bigger shoes and 
trust me, if you're stood there worrying about feeling like you're too short and so that's why you're going to wear a bigger shoe, the person next to you is worrying about being too tall and, and things. So don't worry about in your height. The judges can see that you've got this massive shoe on. It's not going to give the illusion that you're any taller. I actually think when girls that are shorter come out in those massive shoes it makes them look shorter because it draws attention to the fact that they're trying to look taller with these insane platforms and heels and um, so don't do it to yourself unless you can't walk in something without the big platform um i personally would suggest avoiding them and um, i also am a big fan and i speak from experience because i made a lot of bad shoe decisions in the early days and um, of a nude shoe um now this can be trickier and brands are getting much better at this because um, nude for one person is not nude for another person. We all have different skin colours um, and it is quite frustrating um, that nude is considered um, Caucasian a Caucasian nude shoe, um, whereas actually that's not nude to someone who isn't white Caucasian. Um so, yeah, I, I when I say the term nude, I am not just referring to nude white Caucasian. I'm referring to a shoe that um, works with your skin colour, um, which unfortunately limits brands with certain certain shoes and things. Um, and I particularly saw this with um, a friend of mine draws to my attention because she was asking about recommendations for nude court shoes. Um, and she is of a very different skin colour to myself. Um, and I recommended Marks and Spencers, and she said, oh, no, they tend to just be, um, like, the white nude, nude shoe. Um, and what actually I had seen in there was at different seasons. So they weren't... Um, I don't think they were trying to be a nude shoe for another skin type. This was years ago, um, and brands are getting better. Um, but it was during um, the autumn season um, when there were a lot more brown shoes um, for the seasonal colours as opposed to trying to be a nude shoe out. So that's it might be a case of... Um, if you looked during the autumn months, um, there is more variation of, of nude shades because um, they, they are considered more autumnal colours. I hope I'm articulating that correctly. Um, <laughs> please don't shoot me. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, more shoe companies should be offering a bigger variety of nude colours in the same way that more foundation companies are and things like that. Um, but if you are struggling, um, then consider looking at autumnal seasons because you get a different variation. And the same going the other way, if you have very, very pale skin, um, try and have a look more in the summer months because there seems to be much more lighter shades of shoe about. Um, and that doesn't mean uh, you have to wait until that season comes around, but it might be that you need to look in, in clearance lines um, and outlet um, sort of shops, either outlet online or in person. Um, something to consider there with the variations on shades. Uh, you also want to make sure that the, uh, the shoe is the right height for the outfit you're wearing. Um, I know particularly uh, the system I'm competing in, Yemi, uh, hate when shoes show believe the evening gown um 
it's which can be quite tricky if you've got a split because you need to work out is it the split that's showing your shoe or is it the fact that your shoe is too short uh, your shoe is too short your dress is too short um so make sure that when your split is closed that your shoes are covered and then it's just the split that's kind of flashing the shoe through um but i i agree i think unless your dress is like mid shin or above it just looks like your your dress is too long uh, your dress is too short for your shoes um so please please make sure that you're like covering covering those shoes um that said when you kick your skirts forward or if you've got a split your shoe will show uh, so even if you are thinking it's going to be completely covered make sure that you've got one that ties in nicely with your outfit that it's clean that um you've thought about all those bits and pieces interview shoe is quite a tricky one there's always a lot of debate around whether open toe or closed toe and i am pro closed toe and i will tell you why and then you can leave it up to you for me, I would not want to draw the attention to my feet uh, while giving an interview, be it pageantry or otherwise, unless I was interviewing to be a foot model. Um, and as a judge, I would not want to be drawn towards someone's feet. You have a very short window of time in your interview and you want to be drawing as much attention to the stuff coming out of your mouth um, as possible so they don't miss anything if you have the most amazing sparkly shoes on chances are their eye will be drawn to that and they will miss something you say they won't pay attention as much to what you say or you could just end up being asked questions about your shoes and then you're not going to get a chance to talk about everything else in your life so unless your platform is footwear i would probably avoid trying to make too much of a statement with your footwear um, and for me, that rolls into having a closed toe. It's just like a simpler um, a simpler look that doesn't detract. But you might be really uncomfortable in closed toes. Um, and you also want to be comfortable sitting there. So have a think about it. Don't, I've, I've given you my opinion there. I like a very neutral, very simple closed toe interview shoe. Um, but you're not going to lose marks for your footwear. Um, but what you don't want to be doing, like I said, is detracting from what's coming out of your mouth. Uh, pageant footwear essential is take some slippers with you. In between, it's just nice lunch, nice to kick the shoes off and just put some nice comfy slippers on. Um, obviously, even better if they're pageant land bejeweled slippers. Our slippers are super thin, so you can pop them in your bag really easily they're not going to take up lots of space um and they are sparkly and have a little pageant land logo on um and all the profits from go to help us keep the podcast website blog uh, we've got the youtube coming now as well all the things we do it helps us to to make all of that possible as well so you're doing a good thing while keeping your feet happy um so pop us an email or check out the website if you'd like to get hold of a pair of pageant land slippers to take to your next pageant a couple of other bits, sort of like bonus tip bits with your shoes. Um, some of the things that I use, like there are, there's a variation of different uh, sort of like jelly soles and, and bits to stop rubbing that you can get inside your shoes. Um, but one of the things I like, and it's actually a runner's thing, um, it looks like a little stick of deodorant, but it's like a wax. Um, and you just put it onto your foot where the shoe is going to rub. Um, don't expect it to dry. It just kind of sits there. You can't see it. Um, but it really, really stops any like friction or rubbing. It just helps the shoe move over that area. Um, so I can't even remember what it's called now. It's like just literally just 
search for like foot foot wax, uh, sports foot wax. If I can find the link, I'll pop it in the show notes of this episode for you as well. Um, and then there's also general like insoles and things like that to consider. But the other thing I really love is I get these stickers that go on the balls of my feet um, that have a little bit of grip in them. Not like, we're not talking about hiking boot grip or anything like that, but it's, I guess it's like a really thick textured sandpaper. Um, and it just stops that little bit of slip, gives you a little bit of extra grip and support and things. So yeah, I absolutely love, I put those on all of my shoes, um, works on all kind of floor surfaces as well. Speaking of stickers on your shoes, make sure you've taken yours off. And that includes the stick bit because under stage light, you may find one, it picks up like dirt and then it's going to show up. But also you might find that the sticky bit shows or like shines or whatever in the light. So make sure you've cleaned the sole of your shoe properly. You've taken off the label properly. Um, Make sure they fit properly. You don't want your toes like hanging over the front. Um, I'd highly recommend like trying to try on shoes from different people. Um, I know um, there's a certain pair of shoes that, that Harriet Lane, the crown coach, highly recommends. Um, if you're looking for something a bit higher, they're, they're higher than I would go, per, like for me. Um, but they aren't, they don't look ridiculous on anyone, everyone. And it's like a nice amount of, of heel and platform and things. Um, so reach out to her if you want to know which ones those are. Um June is where I go for my shoes, um, but they tend to be very um, Caucasian nude. Um, like I said, they're, they're, it's, and even, even a little bit too pale to go with some like spray tan that I would wear type pale. But um, yeah, if you look like Casper like me, then those ones are probably okay. Um, and they're very comfortable and they have a nice a variety of heights in there as well. Um, they did have some, I got a couple of pairs um, a couple of pairs. I got, I got two different heel heights. I didn't buy a couple of pairs of the same shoe. Um, but they've got little AB crystals on. Um, so that could be, they're quite simple. They're not too overly sparkly, but if you're struggling to find a new to match your skin tone, then something like that might be a nice alternative to consider. So I hope I've given you a lot of food for thought. Um, overriding theme make sure you can walk in it and that it's comfortable and please please don't feel like you have to wear a certain type of shoe for a long time like I said it was considered that you wouldn't win unless you wore tippy tops um but like with anything like that whole winners wear white thing the more people that wear a shoe the more chances are that the winner will be wearing that shoe it's just like a ratio thing um so don't feel like you're not going to win just because you go for a slightly lower shoe. People have worn teeny tiny heels and done brilliantly. And people have worn crazy, crazy big heels and done brilliantly. And um, I suppose the other thing that I would say about crazy big is you still want to be able to enjoy your day. And if your feet, feet are throbbing, you're not going to enjoy your day so much. Anyway, I hope that helps you. I think we're all going to be stuck at home a little bit longer. So you've got lots of time to do a lot of research find the perfect shoes and start walking them in and I will see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts and I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast 
or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day and remember you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.